Hi, everyone. It's Allison Graves. But instead of your normal news update, we're going to play episode 11 of our podcast, which was first released on Wednesday, April 8th. On this episode, we talked to business columnist Graham Brink about the broken unemployment system and how it's affecting everyday people. You can listen to the latest episode by downloading it on your favorite podcast platform or by visiting tampabay.com slash podcasts. Hi, everyone. It's Allison Graves, and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Wednesday, April 8th. Today, unemployment in Florida. Last week alone, nearly 227,000 Floridians applied for unemployment aid, more than triple the previous week. But those numbers are just the tip of the iceberg. Florida's unemployment website, the primary way to apply for benefits, has blocked an unreported number of laid-off workers from filing jobless claims. Governor Ron DeSantis spoke about the issue on Monday. So we are in a situation where people have lost their jobs, they're looking for relief, and they're having a lot of difficulty. Some people were on this site, it was timing out, you'd go hours and hours uh, upon end, um, and it was just totally unacceptable. Um, you know, if you have like a single mother who no longer has a job, you know, she's got to worry about how the rent's going to be paid, how food is going to be put on the table, um, and we want this system to be accessible to people so that they have a way to do it, uh, and it's responsive. But it could still be weeks before people see their benefits. At the start of this week, the state had a backlog of more than a half a million applications. Today, we're going to talk to our business columnist, Graham Brink, about this fiasco and unemployment in Florida. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. So, Graham, your most recent story for The Times focuses on Florida's broken unemployment system and how it's affecting everyday people. Can you kind of walk uh, the listeners through some of the stories you've heard and how people are feeling right now? Sure. I've spoken to more than 25 people who have tried to access the state's unemployment system to get their weekly benefits. These are the benefits they get when they uh, when they lose their job. And uh, in Florida, you can get up to $275 a week. And the system has been uh, has been problematic for years. And so now with the flood of people who have lost their jobs, the system is overwhelmed. So you essentially had a bad system, a faulty system that is now being overwhelmed and uh, they're trying to fix it as they go. Uh, Many of these people have called the helpline literally hundreds of times and uh, have never the, the phone is, it's never been answered. Um, they've never been able to actually apply for benefits. Uh, so they're trying, but they can't get through. Same thing online. Uh, much of the applying is done online and they can't get through to the website. So with each attempt, they just get more and more frustrated. Many of them feel let down. Uh, they feel a little deserted. Uh, some of them are taking it in stride and trying to be lighthearted about it. But you can tell when you talk to them that financially they need the money and they're going to need it pretty soon. Uh, or they're going to have to decide which bills not to pay. So in the story, one of the people you quote asks how the state managed to mess this up so badly. So can you give some thoughts on that? Sure. Well, the the system we have in place was uh, put in place in 2013. It cost 79 or sorry, $77 million, which was $14 million over budget. And more or less since then, it hasn't worked very well. 
even without lots of people applying, it still hasn't worked very well. Uh, there's been several audits done over the last few years that have warned the state that it isn't working well. And so we've got into this situation where we have this potentially once-in-a-lifetime crisis with a system that wasn't working before the crisis uh, even unfolded. Um, so we're, it's just it's very difficult to fix a system that was already broken while it's being overwhelmed. The state is trying to do that right now, but even the people I spoke with just this morning still cannot get through, still cannot apply, and so we'll be waiting even longer to get their benefit. Now, I know in the story, one woman did get through with her application. Um, so if you are able to get, you know, an unemployment assistance in Florida, what does it look like and how does it compare to other states? Yeah, so right now the maximum amount you can get in Florida from from the state is $275 a week. Now, not everybody gets that because it's based on how much you were earning over the last year or mm-hmm. so. Uh, most people average about $255 a week. And right now, uh, because technically the unemployment rate is below 5%, you can only get it for 12 weeks. That Both those numbers are low compared to other states. It's some of the stingiest benefits you can get in the country. For instance, most other states offer up to 26 weeks mm-hmm. of benefits, and a state like Minnesota offers more than $700 a week. Uh, New Jersey and a few others offer more than five or $600 a week. We are still stuck at $275, which is where we've been for the last 22 years. Yeah, that was going to be my, my next question is like, when was the last time they've changed any of any of the numbers and the amount specifically that 275? But it, you said it's been 20 years? 22 years. And actually, we went the other way on the weeks back in, I believe it was 2011, you could in Florida, you could get 26 weeks of unemployment benefits, but we, the state instituted a sliding scale that is based on the unemployment rate. So when the unemployment rate falls below 5%, you can only get 12 weeks. If it rises up to 10.5%, you can get 23 weeks and there's sort of a sliding scale in between there. When would we know if we've hit that 5% unemployment? The, yeah, the jobless claims are released weekly, but the unemployment rate is actually only released once a month. Uh, and that's coming the March, for Florida, the March unemployment rate will be released on April 17th. That survey was taken in the sort of early part of middle March. And so by then, the unemployment layoffs hadn't really started to spread as much as they had in the last part of the month. So even that unemployment rate is probably going to be artificially low. Mm-hmm. It's almost certain at the moment that we are above 5% unemployment. Yeah, uh, There's almost no doubt of that at this point. Mm-hmm. But the numbers, the data will actually take a while to catch up. And we probably won't know until the middle of May uh, what the real unemployment rate is uh, because of the way and the timing of how they do the survey. So even though we may know it is over 5%, we, we just have to wait for that data in May? Well, Allison, it gets even worse if you're on unemployment because they only update the the number of weeks you can get 
on unemployment once a year. Oh, and usually gosh. that happens in the last quarter of the year. So October, November, or December, they look at the average unemployment rate and then they decide, okay, it's above 5%. So we'll, we'll add a week or two or three, depending on where we are on the unemployment scale. Now, technically they could do that sooner. They generally don't. So even if we, ha even if unemployment in, in April hits, say 8% or 9% or 10%, they might not increase the number of weeks right away. We may wait many months for that to happen. Wow. That's surprising to hear for me at least. Um, so taking a step back from the system itself, when we look at unemployment numbers, how is Florida faring in comparison to the rest of the United States? Well, we were doing great before this crisis. Our unemployment rate was 2.8%. It was one of the lowest ones we've had uh, in Florida's history uh, compared to many other states, especially other large states. We were doing very well. Now we are likely getting hit harder than many other states because many of the jobs that are being lost are in hospitality mm -hmm. and tourism hotels, uh, tourist attractions, Disney, those types of things. And so our unemployment rate is likely going to go higher than many of the other states. Maybe not as high as, say, Nevada, that where Las Vegas is affected oh, yeah. by hospitality as well, and maybe not New York. But, you know, we'll have to see how that plays out. But we are much more susceptible to some of the job losses than other states. So we know tourism and hospitality are being hit hard. How about construction and real estate? How is that sector faring right now? Uh, well, better than hospitality and retail, but it is one of the ones that many of the experts are looking at and saying it is susceptible to a fairly major slowdown. Mm -hmm. Some of the projects are continuing. You can see it around town. Um, you know, the hammers are still hammering and the cranes are still working, but not all of them. And some of the home builders uh, have seen a slowdown as well, in part because they don't want to build homes that aren't going to be sold. Uh, and so they get worried about that. So it's another sector that everyone is watching to see how much it slows down uh, over the next few weeks and months. What kind of unemployment rates do you think are possible in Florida? Well, I've spoken to many economists over the last few weeks and the predictions are all over the board, in part because it's very difficult to know when the coronavirus, the health implications of coronavirus will peak. If that's in a few weeks, that'll influence the rate. If it's in a few months, that's gonna make the rate much higher. But the rates I'm hearing for both Florida and the country are often between 15 and 20 percent. Oh there have been some that are even higher than 20 percent. There have been some that are lower. But the consensus right now, if there is any sort of consensus, and, and that might not be the best word for it, given how they're all over the board, seems to be somewhere between 15 and 20 percent. If we did in Florida hit that 15 to 20 percent, what would that mean to Tampa Bay's economy in the short term? It would be devastating in the short term. Uh, now, it depends on how long that lasts. If we hit 15 percent and then quickly go back down, well, that's a much better scenario. If we hit 20% and stay there for a few months, that's going to be a much longer recovery. To put this in perspective, the unemployment rate during the Great Recession, which lasted a long time and was also a devastating recession, in Florida only got above 11% for a few months. 
So 15 to 20% is much, much higher than even the Great Recession. Well, Graham, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about once we see a little bit more data come about these unemployment numbers. But uh, thank you for taking time to talk with us today. It's been fascinating. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Well, that does it for today's episode. Remember, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. The Times is making all coronavirus coverage free as a public service, but please consider subscribing or making a donation to support this work. We're also officially up and running on almost all podcast platforms, so please subscribe, rate, and review us. It really means a lot. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks for listening.